0: Welcome to my podcast hello this is a joyful raw journal of the mindful revolution that's the name of it and my name is ethan Edwards share it and this is the podcast in which i share and learn and and uh talk and communicate and sometimes i, I play a drum up on dance now that's fun I gotta stop that People are probably uh, have tuned out long ago. Uh, everybody except my friend Brian, probably. But uh, I think he's the only one that heard the last one. So thank you, Brian. I always just, every time I do this, I, I say thank you. Uh, because if I say thank you, there's a chance that somebody might hear it. Because really, I'm full of gratitude that I have the ability to share in this way. Um, I don't have a whole lot planned, I think that's why I just played the drum for like five minutes, because I didn't have anything planned. But I did want to get something out, today is Friday, and um, I'm trying to stick to this schedule, of Tuesday and Friday, doing a new episode, or putting a new episode on. Like one of the interview episodes that I do, um, just talking to people, i got a few of those coming up, and uh, <clears throat> I'll just go into the explanation of this podcast. Joyful is a mindful revolution, of a mindful revolution documented by me through this raw journal. Um, if you don't know what that is, I would. That's kind of why I'm here. I'm here to like further along and pump those people up who are part of this mindful wave already, and I'm trying to bring other people in because this is like an exciting, really exciting thing for me that we are going through right now. And the most exciting thing is that I can actually have some effect in that. I can talk about it and I can try to convince you that uh, people are opening up their hearts and minds in great, great numbers and they are enlightening with ways to be good to each other, good to themselves, which is so huge. So much of the, um, of, of people, especially like, I mean... It's not just poor people, and it's wealthy people, too. But if you go into some poor neighborhoods, there's a feeling of misery and despair. People do not feel good about themselves. They don't. Wealthy neighborhoods feel lovely. People are so kind. Think about that. In order to untie some of the some of the 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 trouble that comes around us from from poverty trying to just unwind a little bit of that 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 would feel that would be so huge and mindfulness has the power to do that when we are mindful and open and we're dedicated to it little by little, our culture is going to embrace that almost entirely. And that's why I call it a revolution. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. First of all, just think about that dichotomy I laid down. I've been, uh, a lot of people have, have been to poor neighborhoods and been to wealthy neighborhoods. I I worked day in and day out at a place that I couldn't, I, couldn't, I, was, I was baffled by, by the misery there and by the confusion and by the, the poverty. So much so that I, I almost worked this job there. I guess I was there for almost a year. Let's see. I, I think I started in December and then in July, I guess July, so seven months. Um, seven months, day in and day out, dealing with problems associated with like a broken down old place that nobody put money into. Um, nobody put money into it. This place was built in the, I want to say the the 60s or late 50s. Um, when, when it seemed like Vietnam and, uh, or Korea and then Vietnam were making us, uh, build base more and more and more bases, um, and ships. This, air, this area in Virginia is known for its, its shipbuilding. It's one of the only places that can build an aircraft carrier, I believe, or the new kind of aircraft carrier. What class is that? I can't remember what class the new aircraft carrier is. The Reagan, the Reagan, maybe. Um, yeah, I know classes of some naval vessels. I sure do. Got uh, my my amazing father I had it along. Illustrious career as a naval officer, and now my my older sister is following in, in his uh, steps and doing some some amazing work with that old U.S. Navy. Um, anyway, wow, what a tangent! I don't usually record at night. I usually record in the morning, and um, <laughs> I, I guess it's easier to stay on track when I'm I'm just uh, well rested and drinking some coffee. Um, this this episode, I guess just turned into a, an episode about poverty and i've i was absorbed in this uh this neighborhood um so long it, the, the, like the subtle differences it's not just like hey these people can't afford nice things so they're you know they're they're poor it's like every part of their existence the grocery stores are dirty um, r- rickety the it's it's the old stuff that wasn't meant to last that long, like these townhomes that that I managed. Um, if they're born if they're built in 1960, the, these things are 50 50 plus years old, and with the original the original uh, drywall from 60 year 60 years ago. Um, and it wasn't even a drywall. It was this weird puffy wall with a of probably of asbestos, um, packaged underneath, like this this hard uh, like vinyl, like uh, casement that went over these walls. And it had like like brackets, like um, like these straps, like these metal straps, like riveted through the the this weird encased padded like drywall. Uh, substitute. So I'd never seen any walls like that before. And the ceilings were also like these saggy old, uh, ceiling tiles that, a system that was, I don't know, that was probably put in in the 1970s, to be honest. They probably did like one renovation between 60 and, and now, and I was probably in the 70s, judging from the way it's built. Um, and this, the story is I haven't fully, fully Googled it or anything, um, but I did Google the guy's name who, who owned this place, who ended up buying it for a song from um, the United States Defense Department when they were unloading it. I guess they didn't need it anymore, or they had built uh, base housing or something by this point, like more permanent base housing. Anyway, this guy gets this uh, big neighborhood. He gets to own it, and it's 180 townhomes, all of them four-bedroom townhomes. And um, maybe there were a couple that had a two-bedroom. I think just a couple, but about 178 four-bedroom townhomes, like a kind of a little neighborhood. And um, he ran it for a while. And then when he died, he passed it on to a few children. And those children always got the revenue from it. And they never, they probably didn't even know for sure where it was. They they don't they don't go there. Um, all they do is they they hire a third party management company to make sure that those checks uh, keep coming in at relatively the same amount, or not a sharp plunge anyway. If it slowly goes, if they slowly get smaller, I'm sure the uh, clients like that they're still getting money, but just a little less, a little less, a little less. They won't. If they're wealthy already and that's just one of their revenue streams, they won't really catch their attention to say, let's, let's look into this and see if this management company is doing, doing a good job. That'll take years, like a trend like that. Anyway, the point is the people who own it, they don't, they don't care about investing because it's just been a revenue stream for them. It's already The investment is already made. Um, and they don't have to, if they spent any money, it might be a loss, right? There's risk in that. It's like, well, who's got the plan? Who's got the vision for this? And uh, if, I, if we follow that, is it a sure thing? It's, it's never a sure thing when you're developing. You might, you might not make the money. So that's why there's no money that goes into that property. And that's why the, the state of it just gets worse and worse and worse and the rents, they go down and the qualifications uh, for people go down. And so you end up with uh, people with the lowest standards because not necessarily because they, they couldn't, they, not because they couldn't do better, but because they didn't, know, they didn't know they could. They had no idea. This is the only way, their standards are that this neighborhood is like a normal neighborhood. Um, and it's, it's not a happy place. You know? I mean children, you you'd see children uh skipping rope every now and then, riding riding a bike, a little tricycle. And guess what? The children find things to, to be happy about, like jumping rope. Um, so of course there's there's lively energy. You do see kinetic uh kinetic energy from these kids. But if they are <sighs> If they're angry, if they shout at each other, um, like right right around the time like right around the time they're playing skip rope, and, and then all of a sudden a shouting match starts between other kids, and they're they're hostile. Uh, that that's not like a normal. That's not a childhood that you want. That's even affecting the most pure, amazing connected sources of life that we have our children and they are beautiful their souls are like our pure energy given from a mysterious energy source that we are all so grateful for and these kids in these poor neighborhoods they have a quick hostile button you know it's it's surprising as my little speaker turns off i got this little speaker um i guess the point is that i that i stumbled upon in the beginning was mindfulness practice can be spread and self-healing things like learning chakras learning about the way uh not just psychology class this is how your brain works but how that affects like the spirit and how your spirit can be healed. You can heal your spirit um, in a way that you can actually enjoy and get control of. Not like, not like you're you're in a in a church and you give. Which is the, these experiences are, are is are amazing. And um, every now and then this happens when somebody kind of revolutionizes themselves, especially at you know a Baptist church. When you go to a Baptist church and every single service, um, there's a chance, there's like a lot of singing. So the, um, the choruses go on so long, so long, like the same thing. Doo doo do, do. And they put the words up and it's always just like two sentences. Every, it's, wow, it's very much like the kundalini yoga class I did the other day at, um, at Wanderlust. It's interesting. It takes repetition. To get in the groove together, repetition, man, and I never realized um, that a Baptist uh, like song refrain and yoga classes, uh, group mantras are like really really similar. Repetition gets your breath going, gets your blood going, your focus, your connection to other people, and then at the service. The pastor will always invite somebody at that like beautiful moment of everybody's together. Um, it, a lot of people haven't felt that anywhere else in their whole life, and don't even realize that how that can how stirring that can be, and your soul becomes alive and stirred. And the pastor will say, "Are you in trouble? Feel this." feel the energy the power here you feel connected if you want this all the time if you want this all the time come up here and and give yourself to Jesus and everybody continues singing and they can go up there and you it will make you bawl weep if you open yourself to it if you open to it and when these when people do that at the church and they they really open themselves to it wow what a powerful thing and then they they can learn and these these will be people in like in trouble that you know live in those those rinky-dink neighborhoods that are kind of busted up that I'm talking about um, people with low standards and in a miserable state um, if this happens and they give themselves up and they open up and they have that good cry and that connection and people that are supporting them, supporting them. Maybe nobody else in their whole life, especially not them, is giving them support. And they get a little bit of connection and they give themselves up uh, to Jesus Christ. And then they can start to learn. You know, they become curious like, wow, that felt so good. That felt amazing. Um, Where can I get some more of that? And then they they can go to the Bible and they can just um, learn what what Jesus taught, you know? And and Jesus needs to be uh, interpreted, I believe, in a way that that they feel confident in every way, um, that they build towards that. You can't just go from uh, miserable, self, uh, self-hating, self uh, frightened, uh, you know, person to all of a sudden being f- all of those areas of life, um, well-adjusted uh, family-wise, romantically, uh, nature-wise, eating-wise. These things are all like balances that that you have to get control of and that, and that people have in like a wealthier neighborhood because uh they understand these things they feel they on a on a whole they feel a lot better about themselves well because they're so far from the bottom you know the people that are right there at the bottom uh, at with all these troubles and without a way out they need to be fully well adjusted right and the the practices of mindfulness stillness not blaming yourself learning why you should not blame yourself for anything um and and how you can have an attitude how you can foster an attitude that you can both not blame yourself for anything but you can also learn from the past and not judge it i did this in the past um Or somebody else it could apply towards forgiveness i did this in the past i wouldn't say i'm proud of it but i don't want to judge i don't want to do that again i can take that with me and i know that i am now a person who doesn't judge things like that wow because you know what you have to do in order to not judge yourself you have to not judge other people because the reason you feel bad is because you feel like other people wouldn't have done that, right? Um, that it's below standard. It's That it's not acceptable. And accepted means by your peers, your society, the society. So if you can say that yourself is not doing... You don't have anything unacceptable in you. You accept it that means you have to accept that from other people too. I think that those things are related. And if, if people can be taught through that channel in poor neighborhoods, uh, how, to, how to work to balance, how it makes sense to feel good. Little by little, what do you eat? Why do you eat what you eat? Um, people are gonna are gonna slowly start to to accept each other man and infuse uh infuse their family with that talk about it more i mean just if one person introduces anybody else to the phrase tm right trent it's the meditation transcendental meditation tm it's um it's really really helpful and I don't even I'm not even good at it yet I'm just trying I'm I, it's a tough it's a tough thing but it's worth it's really worth tackling um, and wow those Baptist churches just thinking about that all churches uh, if you don't ever have if you don't get a chance to be in a group mentality like that man darn that feels good and maybe I think that's why I've enjoyed the classes that I've taken Uh, this, this past week, when uh, Jack was away with his mother for seven days. All the business and stuff that I, that I did, I tried to cram into this one week. But I also got like the class pass at uh, Wanderlust Hollywood. So you can go to as many classes as you want for two weeks. But you know, they don't have daycare. And and if Jack's back, you know, I probably won't go this week. Unless I get a sitter. I got to be better about doing that get a sitter um but that it felt so good to be in a group environment you know uh that just i don't do enough especially when it's a group that's like open uh open-hearted open-minded with open eyes that is amazing and those repeated re- repeated songs at church they'll get you there makes makes me want to go just to feel that um And yeah, that person that gives themselves up to God—that uh, in in one of these like emotionally charged moments, the, those people have a shot to like turn things around. And this this can bring people there without even having it being in a church. It can just be a small group. It can be a teacher, um, and they can spread it. That's I'm really excited about that. And it's a huge deal to, uh, to introduce it. And part of this revolution that's going on overall with more and more people involved in this, um, they're gonna be opening their minds up to other ways of doing things in the world, you know? I already am. I, wanna, I think that it's very valuable to be a very trained teacher or instructor of yoga of meditation, of chakra, uh, chakra balancing. I don't know what Reiki is, you can only take on so many like um, new healing techniques at once, you got to focus on them. I mean, I'm struggling with the Tai Chi, I want to do all every day, meditate, yoga, chakra balancing on a journey all the way through the seven chakras, as well as uh, learn tai chi and practice tai chi and qui gong i don't even know if that's how you say Qigong, gong but there's a q word that is is similar to tai chi how many is that so that's transcendental meditation like stillness meditation um yoga tai chi and chakra balance so that's four things i want to do at once i can't i can't get into reiki right now you know i'm sorry just can't <laughs> but god bless you or or astrology or something like that um but wanderlust hollywood it allowed me to go to, get in there and get in that group setting and the like that's a company that's that's making money off of this wave this revolution of of mindfulness i mean they they get membership that this facility is freaking awesome they have like, four levels of these beautifully decorated, like, natural, clean, like, wood and earth tone, um, but still hip looking, like, design inside. Somehow, somehow freaking, like, there's these little geometric, um, placards that have the phrases on them. Like, it'll be, like, a wood wall, but there'll be, like, these three, like, diamond, or, like, you know, diamond-shaped, uh, I guess triangle, really, triangle-shaped uh, placards that say things like this is where you are. Here is, you know, like something inspirational. Find your true north here. Um, time, the time is now. You know, things that you walk around in this space and you see these little, these little signs. That's pretty freaking cool. And... I don't know how much they're making, but that place is lively. I mean, they have they have parties there. I, there's, I think there's one going on tonight that I remember seeing on the schedule. I, and I was like, dude, babysitter? Should I go to one of these big parties? What, what the hell is that like? A party of, like, meditators. <laughs> um, I guess I'll, I'll find out sometime. Uh, there's a business. There's an app that was just developed by, you know, like a young girl who's a startup. And it was in the newspaper because not only... The newspaper. I wasn't reading the newspaper today. It was in Google News someplace. I can't remember what site it was. Tech, tech, tech uh, world, tech world, something like that.com. And uh, this young girl developed this mindfulness app that's going to pull uh, like thousands of, of guided meditations into it that you can listen to on your, on your phone, of course. And in charge of subscription, and that's like the model that they're first going to roll out. But she just got 2.7 million dollars for this idea that she pitched on, like you know, a Kickstarter type type of thing. Um, 2.7 million bucks, like from the people that funded that founded, um, you know, Dropbox and some huge, massive, uh, Flickr and things like that. They have chipped in so they could be a part of that. Be like, yeah, I want some of that. That sounds, I'll, I'll give you $300,000 for a bit of that. To them, that's a drop in the bucket, but it shows that they believe something. It's, it's out there. I mean, if, if kids are working on apps to propel this movement, you know. Have I convinced you yet? Are you, do you believe? You believe? If you do, go and think about if you would rather do what you do for a living or if you would rather uh, wake up in the morning a lot, read with a cup of tea or coffee about um, how you're going to approach, uh, you know, a yoga session. New yoga poses. Slowly, little by little, get to like perfect uh, form in some of these yoga poses. Like little by little, you work on it. You breathe through it. You feel amazing. You learn how to meditate. You become. You become a master of telling other people how to do these things, okay? Would you rather do that in that environment with with people sharing and you sharing side by side and getting healthier both physically and, and emotionally and mentally and intellectually? Or would you rather, like, work your job, you know, if... If you thought that there was money in it, which I'm trying to tell you there is money in it, listen to me, y'all. I should play my drama again. Listen to me. Listen to me, man. It's out there. It's out there. The money's coming in. Maximum respect to the revolution of mindfulness. You hear me? Maximum respect. Big ups. Believe me. I'm going to learn Tai Chi. I want to, one of my plans is, I. my brother has a gym in Florida, um, Average Joe's CrossFit, look it up, hashtag, not hashtag it, like at it, Average Joe's CrossFit in Northern Florida. Um, he already said that I can teach, I got I, I a gotta place, just because I have found like where I'm probably going, Florida, I found a place already that I can teach this as if I learn it a little bit, you know, there's that's an income source possibly for me. And I don't want to I don't want to pursue it as an income source because it's not, well, do I? It would be amazing to, and I think there's a chance. and that's why I'm trying to convince you that there might be a way for you to do something that's awesome and healthy and part of the good that's that can absolutely transform the attitude and the feel of our our country and then then the world there's man there's momentum in that people are investing just like uh you know your your friend or your my sister actually will tell you when the real estate market is thriving and booming get on this like look at this look at this trend that's what i'm trying to do here and say there's going to be more and more chances for you to be like a professional in something that gives to the awesomeness of the world and I'm trying to give to the awesomeness of the world by explaining that by with this podcast, because this world is awesome. it can be more 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 people are going to feel that all right That poor neighborhood, man. I got some stories I got some stories about that that I probably should like kind of get a, try to remember a little better before I share them so that they're you know, that you can follow along, um, Brian, (laughs) I don't know if you're following along with this, um, I guess I'll I'll wrap it up now by saying, I didn't know what I was going to talk about, but I I covered, um, that the studios, the little academies and and things like that, like where you can go learn yoga and, and practice yoga, wanderlust, um, there's a ton of businesses like that. There are apps being made for mindfulness. There's a lot of mindfulness apps. Kids are developing more apps. Kids, get on board with these kids and, uh, and see what's coming, you know? And this is a good thing that you can invest in. You probably won't even need as much money because once you start learning how your, your, your soul works... At its best state, when you hey, I'm learning how my soul works, and and how you're within your body and your mind, uh, you're probably not going to need some of the things that you're paying for right now. You won't. You won't need them. You won't want them. Some of them will feel down, downright silly to have. Uh, so uh, right there, your your need for how much money you're going to need uh, will probably be less. And hopefully you'll just enjoy the, the the hell out of your life a lot more. If you make a move towards something like that, even just going, just go to a class and see if, see if you think I'm right. I, I, if, if you're the kind of person that really can dive into YouTube Instructionals, like, I can do it. I, I can do it. Um, but it's always better to have, like, a class. Yeah. So try a class um don't dismiss it with a youtube video the youtube video might make you like it but it also could give you a reason to dismiss uh going further and that's what i would uh, advise you against um so that's it the end you know the money's there I, I i wanted to say what it can do and how if we share this with poor communities these people are going to forgive themselves and other and other uh people you know blame we fuck, we blame the hell out of other people i blame my boss for stuff um i blame like people for you know that's that's the old me that's the me i'm trying to learn what where that blame comes from like why i would have negativity where that's stored, does it have a function? And then what do you do with it? You know, what do you do? Why do you feel that way? Is it something in you, something that could change? With me, yeah, I guess feeling like I must do something, like I'm trapped. Um, and then, yeah, like you're gonna, if you feel trapped and you have to do, you're at the, the whim of someone else. There's negativity there for a reason. Like you're, to me, it's the Muladhara root chakra that I have not been connecting with, because I felt like I had to do, to to scrape by. I didn't feel like I forgot that the the world has your back. I forgot that. I I said, my I gotta be strong and put up with anything because I'm the only one. I have to do this according to this plan. That's the safest plan for me. But but it was trapping, so that I get negativity, and you can only beat yourself up so much. Uh, you, you just have to throw that negativity at, at somebody else. And to me, it was like my boss, you know, and, the, and some of the clients. I put up with the clients now. I mean they ask stuff that I can't really answer just other than to say, I'm sorry. you just, you will be unsatisfied. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it. Um, I don't enjoy those conversations, but I'm learning to really just, it's just a conversation that I don't enjoy rather than I'm angry. You know, I can be very, very nice with somebody and tell them that, um, I usually prefer to do it in email because then it's just quick. You know, you can spend a long, even if you know that where it's going, uh, if you're doing one of these like kind of negotiating or t- like customer service uh, conversations, when you know the end is going to, they're not going to get what they're asking. It's going to circle around and be like, I appreciate this. And I know this and I understand that and blah, 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 blah. And it'll it, after like an hour it finally is like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not happy. But I'll see you later. You know. So I just, I would rather save. I've. I guess it's an important part of. Of the world. It sounds like it. It is kind of important to get on on the phone with people and communicate like a human. But something about that. I would rather just email, especially because. I'm. I'm. I have to be the the middle person between like the person who's actually keeping them from being satisfied and them, um, but it goes both ways anyway, I was trying to explain that even if I knowing what I know, still have this anger and blame, you know because just simply because of being trapped, which is what I think, then in a in a poor neighborhood like that, the anger and the blame is just crushing you feel it you feel blamed you feel angry now it's there are some angels now in that in that neighborhood there are a few of these uh families that were that were just angels and i really feel for them because the overall overriding sentiment in some of these places is is that of danger is that of the world doesn't have my back i'm screwed i'm trapped I'd like to unlock some of that and make these, uh, start, start with anybody who's open-hearted. It'll probably be children. Um, if you followed any of that, you are a genius. Just want to tell you that. And you, you, uh, definitely are in my, my thoughts and prayers for doing so. <laughs> um... Thank you so much for this. For rambling on, even if you don't follow this, I'm gonna consider this kind of like an idea um, format for my episodes. I have the interviews. I have uh, what's going on with me type of episodes. Like a, the, I didn't. I didn't talk much about that, uh, except the classes. That's what's going on with me, I guess. Um, and the other format was uh, interview. I don't know. There's a few, but one of them is going to be ideas like this one, and that of it's exciting. The mindful revolution is real. There's money in it. Get in on it. Help it out. You'll feel good. It'll feel better for the world. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. And the and also, that's right. A couple of uh, drum beats were played. Thank you so much. My name is Ethan Edwards Sherritt, and uh, your name is blank. You know, say your name right there. Your name is, and you, blank, you, state your name, are awesome. Thank you for listening. Woo! I love you.